Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years. Sometimes single stories, sometimes whole episodes. Keep in mind that years ago, people might have worded things differently than they would today. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, a story that Mike Schmidt first shared on the podcast in June of 2011. Here's Mike now with a story we call, Excuse Me While I Kiss This Guy. Uh, let me tell you folks, when I was uh, 22 years old, it was my 22nd birthday, 1989. Went out for the evening. And, uh, you know, when you're 22 or even when it's your birthday, I don't give a fuck what your age is, but uh, when you go out... On your birthday, you want to get laid, right? That's what you want to do. You want to have sex. Or perhaps you don't, as I'm met by a wall of silence. <laughs> no, I'd like a good book, uh, some warm milk, and I'll be in bed by six. Fantastic. Happy birthday to all of you. <laughs> well, at 22, I didn't, I'm a fucking walking hard on, so I didn't care at that point. I'm, I don't care if it's in a club, at my house, at somebody else's house, in an alley. I'm, I'm getting fucking laid. So... Unfortunately, my uh, woman that I was dating at the time, the woman I was dating, my girlfriend, uh, had to be home that night with her husband. <laughs> Which will tell you a little bit about me as a guy. <laughs> In my 20s, that's what I did, was I dated married women because it meant I didn't have to have a commitment. I could just go ahead and date married women and do whatever the fuck I wanted because then when they got pissed off at me for being with another girl or doing whatever, I got to just look at them and go, look, I'm not the one who goes home and sleeps with a different guy every single night. 
and then I would smirk at my brilliance and walk out. So unfortunately, the woman I was dating at the time was home with her husband, and uh, so I was going to go out with my roommate, my buddy Ransom. I had another friend that I used to hang out with all the time, a woman named Katie. Katie was another married woman that I hung out with, but unfortunately, I did not get to rail her. Uh, Wanted to, desperately. That kind of thing where like you'd be sitting at a table and we got along great and everything was fantastic and uh, we made each other laugh. We did everything together except fuck, which was depressing for me, but fine for her. Why? I don't know, but it was. But she was married, she had three kids, but we used to hang out and have a great time. So my 22nd birthday, I go out with Katie and I go out with Ransom. And uh, it was like most of the times I went out with Katie, I just sat there and touched her shirt and smelled her hair and wished that she'd come over to my way of thinking. (laughs) Didn't happen. So my birthday, I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I can't get laid. I'm going to get drunk. Now, I'm not a guy who drinks. I've been drunk 10 times in my life. Tonight may be 11 if you don't pick it up. Uh, (laughs) Holy God. Mm. So I don't drink a lot, but I decided, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to go ahead and drown my sorrows. I'm going to get loaded. So we're out at the bar. I get drunk. I mean, plowed drunk. And I'm a fun drunk. I'm a decent guy when I'm drunk. I'm not an obnoxious guy to me. Everybody else in the bar might have had a different opinion of that because Ransom goes, hey, why don't I take you home? I said, sure, sounds great. So uh, I hopped in the car, he drove me home, and uh, he split. He went back to the bar. So it's the middle of the night, I'm lonely, I'm uh, drunk, really fucking drunk, and uh, I'm not going to get laid, so I make a decision. For my birthday, I'm going to get myself a present. For the first time ever, I'm going to call a phone sex line. (laughs) And I'm going to do a birthday jerk-off like I've never done before. Unfortunately, my hands aren't married. I don't know if they'll cooperate, but that's fine. I'm still in. <laughs> so I stumble into my house, and I decided, I'm like, fuck this. I'm calling a sex line. Because we'd always joked about them. You see commercials on TV, and they'd always be advertising in the paper. This is, you know, fucking 1989. So they were, it was when they, like, 900, 976, they had just started. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm, I'm jerking off. That's what I'm going to do, damn it. I'm calling a phone sex line. So I stumbled into my house, and uh, I should tell you this, I shared an apartment with Ransom. He's out. It's a two-bedroom, uh, but I don't have a phone in my room. <laughs> so I have to jerk off in the living room. If you have a roommate, and you think he's never jerked off in the living room, think again. So I have to jerk off in the living room, but I, I don't want Ransom to come home. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen. So uh, I lock the door, but I also keep all the lights out because I don't need him stumbling in and seeing me jerking off in the fucking living room. So uh, I grab the phone and I pull it into the, uh, you know, out over by, and I, we have a couch and uh, I don't even know really how to do this because uh, I do know I'm drunk, but I, I, I also know enough to realize that jerking off on the phone sex line is going to cost money. But then I decide, fuck this, it's my birthday, it's my present to myself, who cares how much it costs? So I turn all the lights off, and I don't know if I'm supposed to start manually, or if I let them get me started, and then I jerk off with them on the phone. Because the longer it takes them to get me off, the more it costs. So I decide I better start this up on my own. So uh, I drop my pants, and by say, when I say drop my pants, I did not take them off. I just pushed them down to my ankles, And then I went, sat bare ass on our leather couch. (laughs) And I laid flat in the pitch black and grabbed the phone with my cock in my right hand and started dialing furiously the 900 fuck line. 
And that's what it was. It was like 1-900-976-FUCK. So it's dark. I'm dialing with my left hand. I'm jerking off with my right hand, trying to time it just right. <laughs> phone starts ringing. I got my phone to my ear. And uh, they answer, and a man goes, hello. It's <laughs> not supposed to be a man on the 900-976-FUCK line. So uh, I say, Hello. And he says, how's it going? <laughs> and I'm still jerking off with my right hand. <laughs> because I assume he's just kind of the way station to get me to a hot chick. And uh, I said to him, uh, I'm fine. How's it going with you? <laughs> he said, nothing. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. And finally it dawned on me. I go, well, uh, who is this? And he says, this is Sky. And I'm jerking off with my right hand. I got my phone on my left hand. I'm in the pitch black, and it dawns on me that Sky is the name of the oldest son of Katie, the woman that I want to bang. And in my drunken stupor in the middle of the night, in the dark in my apartment, I accidentally drunk-dialed Katie's house. And now I'm jerking off talking to her 15-year-old boy. So he says, this is Sky. And I got the phone in my hand and I'm jerking off. I go, Sky? He goes, yeah, who's this? And I went, oh, Sky, no, no. Oh, I can't believe I called you, Sky. This is Mike. And he goes, hi, Mike. And I freaked out. I actually grabbed a pillow and threw it over my cock. Like, he can't see me at this point, right? <laughs> but I don't care. I'm covering up furiously. I don't know what to do. It's pitch black, dark. I got the phone in one hand. I got my cock in the other. And he says, hi, Mike. And I go, oh, Sky, I didn't mean to call you. He goes, do you want me to suck your cock? <laughs> what? He goes, Mike, do you want me to suck your cock? And then he unleashes a torrent of the dirtiest fucking blue streak talk I've ever heard in my life. Because, I mean, I, look, I think I, I know a lot of dirty fucking terms. No, no. This 15-year-old boy unleashed a torrent of filth upon me. And, uh, and the worst part, I was so shocked, I got the phone in my hand. I'm still jerking off the whole time. Because I'm stunned. And I actually said, like, I didn't know, I'm listening to him talk, and he's not even, I don't even think he's listening to me at this point, and he's just letting me have it. And I go, no, Sky, I almost cried, because I realized, I'm like, I know this kid, and this is a weird moment, and I, I'm like, no, Sky, no, don't, is, is your mom there? Sky, Sky, is your mom there? And uh, he doesn't even break, he just keeps talking, unleashing filthy, dirty talk on me. And, uh, and he won't stop, and I don't know what to do, so I just, I, the only thing I could do, my, I had like a flight instinct to run in my house, so uh, I rolled over on the couch and I fall onto the floor right onto my fucking heart on and I slam the phone down and I lay there face down and I I'm just, I'm, can't believe it. I have, I'm stunned trying to process exactly what just happened. So I go to stand up and walk to my bedroom and promptly fall on my fucking face because my pants are down around my fucking ankles. <laughs> and I hit the ground and I'm like, idiot. So I'm still drunk, but I don't know what happened and I crawl to the bedroom and I crawl into bed. I don't even get undressed. I lay, you know, face down, bare ass, pants around my ankles, go into drunk sleep. <laughs> Wake up in the morning and I'm supposed to meet Katie for lunch. So I'm trying to piece together exactly what happened. 
I get a shower, I walk out, my roommate Ransom steps out, he goes, man, what happened to you last night? I go, dude, I don't even want to fucking talk about it. He goes, yeah, I come in, the fucking phone's on the coffee table, all the couch cushions are turned over. What the hell did you do in here? I said, oh, I had to make a phone call, but it's, it's a long story. I didn't even want to get in, because I don't want to tell him, hey, I accidentally called a guy and fucked him. I mean, that's just weird. <laughs> so uh, I get dressed, and I wait. Katie's picking me up for lunch at 2 o'clock. So she shows up, and I walk outside, and I don't know what to say, because I'm, I'm, I you know, when I grew up, my mom used to trap me with stuff. Like She'd be like, I'd ditch school. I'd come home. She'd go, hey, how was school today? And I go, oh, it was fine. And she hit me in the head with a fucking spatula and go, I was at that school today. I know you weren't there. So I don't want Katie to go, hey, uh, you know, you want to go see the kids? I mean, I don't want that to fucking happen. So she comes back at two o'clock and uh, to pick me up for lunch. She goes, hey, I'm running late. I was at the doctor late. We have to go to the house and I have to pick some stuff up and then we'll go eat on the Nevada side of Tahoe. And I said, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to go to your house. She's like, no, it's okay. We'll just stop by. I go, no, I, it's fine. I go, do me a favor. Drop me off at Caesars. I'll place a bet, and, and uh, you can pick me back up. We'll eat there. She goes, look, shut up. We got to go to my house. I got to check on the kids. We're fine. So it's only like a 15-minute ride to her house, but it was, I mean, I'm still hungover, and now I'm nauseous because I don't want to see the kids, and I, I don't know what to expect when I get to her house. We pull into the driveway. She goes in. I go, I'm fine. I'll, I'll wait in the car. She goes, I'm going to be 15 minutes. Come in the house. So I go in. And her two youngest are uh, in the living room. And I walk in and I go, hey, guys, how was school? They go, fine. I said, uh, this guy's not here, is he? They said, oh, yeah, he's upstairs. We'll get him. They just run off. <laughs> no. I just want to avoid him at this point. So they go upstairs and Sky comes downstairs. I'm at the kitchen table. His mom is off on the phone and I, it's just me. Because I don't want to see him. I don't know. Because if I do see him, I want to make sure Katie's in the room. Because he's not going to do anything while Katie's... I'm scared of a 15-year-old boy. Uh, and I don't know if he's going to come in and Katie will be there and he'll be like, Eddie Haskell, like, yes, Mrs. Cleaver. And then she walks out and he's like... Mm -hmm, uh. <laughs> so I'm at the kitchen table and uh, Katie's in the other room. Sky walks in. He goes, hey, Mike. Hey, uh, hey, Sky. He goes, uh, I heard you got real drunk last night. And I didn't even want to talk about it. I'm, I'm just like, I go, yeah, who told you that? And he goes, oh, my mom did. She said it was hilarious. I said, oh, did I sound drunk on the phone? <laughs> he goes, what? I said, did I sound drunk when we spoke on the phone last night? Because now I'm in it, so now I'm going to fucking fix it right now. He goes, what are you talking about? I go, when I talked to you on the phone last night, did I sound drunk, Sky? He goes, I didn't talk to you on the phone last night. I said, Sky, don't bullshit me. I called you in the middle of the night last night. You picked up the phone and we talked. He goes, man, you must have really been drunk. Because <laughs> I slept over at Jeremy's last night. I wasn't here to answer the phone. I said, you weren't home? He goes, no. God, weirdo. He walks out. <laughs> so now I can't figure out what's happening. Katie comes out. We go to go to lunch. And we get in the car. I go, hey, what time did you get home from the bar last night? She goes, 2.30. I said, was Sky here when you got home? She goes, no, he slept over at Jeremy's last night. I go, you sure he wasn't home? She goes, why, did you come over here? I said, no, I just, I called over here and I thought I talked to him. She goes, no, he wasn't here. So now I don't know what to fucking think. Like the only thing I can think of is that her husband answered the phone, but would he pretend to be their 15-year-old son and ask to blow me? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what kind of trick is that? So we go to lunch, and I figure, you know what? I'm off the hook. I don't even want to think about it anymore. I don't need to figure this out. It's over. Done. 
I don't want to analyze it because I'm sure there's some sort of weird Freudian bullshit. I was alone on my birthday and I imagined a phone call where I jerked off to a guy who wanted to blow me. Oh, no! So I table it. I go, fuck that. This doesn't bear any further analysis. I forget about it. Two weeks go by. I come home from work. My roommate Ransom says, hey, did you see the phone bill? I said, no, I just walked in the door. He goes, look at the phone bill. Look at the phone bill. It's $340. Normally about $100, give or take. And uh, I looked at him and I go, man, who the fuck did you call? He goes, I didn't call anybody. You fucking called somebody. I go, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? He goes, look, look at the bill right here. And I scroll down the bill and near the bottom, there's a, uh, a 1-900 number call in the wee hours of July 30th <laughs> for 48 minutes at $3.99 a minute, which is $191.52. And I go, dude, I didn't make that call. He goes, you must have made that call. That night you told me you made a phone call in the middle of the night. I said, yeah, but I... All right, look, I got to tell you this. I tried to call a phone sex line, yes. But uh, I made a phone call, but it wasn't a phone sex line. I got a guy. And there wasn't like a, a robot operator that was like, you are on a phone sex line. It was just a dude who said hello, and then he talked. And I don't think there are guys at 1-900-FUCK. And he goes, well, that's not 1-900-FUCK. And what do you mean? He goes, look. And you look, and uh, I dialed it, and I got the F and the C and the K, but the three on your phone, there's an F, but there's also a D. And instead of hitting the U, I hit the I. And I called 1-900-DICK. And got a gay phone sex operator who shared a name with the 15-year-old boy of the woman I wanted to bang in that town. fuck his name sky nobody nobody <laughs> seriously that, you know his name sky the kids of hippies and phone sex operators that's it <laughs> so that's 20 years ago and to this day 192 dollars still the most anyone has ever spent for me on my birthday <laughs> thank you That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.